You're listening to Taz Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you live from Tasmania right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. Learn how to study the Bible more effectively. Get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Tabitha Zachariah, and today we have Daniel Mateo in the studio with us. And um, Daniel is presenting his um, fifth episode so far <laughs> uh, under the series uh, Drawing from the World. Welcome, Daniel. Hi, Tabitha. Hi. <laughs> How are you today, Daniel? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really well. Yeah, really excited to, to have a conversation with you again. Had a good time last week and yeah, looking forward to today. It's a good. It's good to have you here, and I'm happy to hear that you're enjoying this. I was actually worried. I thought you were going to pull out and just say no, this is not for me. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear that, and um, it's good to have you here. Um, is there something that has been on your mind lately that you'd like to share with us? Oh yeah, you know, um, I've been following quite closely the situation in Ukraine, and uh, well, yeah, I was yeah, it's been very concerning to me. So that so yeah, just every day I'll I'll jump on the on on YouTube. And, and try and have a look at a, a few different news sources, uh, a few different local sources, and just try and get a picture of what's happening over there. It's yeah, it's pretty concerning, isn't it? And yeah, worried about those people and, and praying for them, and and you know, and and for Russian soldiers as well. You know that uh, that and yeah, we just when then there's wars and conflicts uh, around the world. We just we're concerned about everybody, aren't we? And, yeah, um, yeah. It's all it's just a horrible thing all the way around. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. Every time because I always follow the news um yeah and uh, i've been following this um issue as well and every time i watch um any news coverage from ukraine i just shed tears because it's just very very sad and um yeah you just look at um those helpless people um and you just don't know what to do you know mm-hmm. um yeah and like all you can do is just pray for them because you're like okay how you know that's really the most or the best you can do because you know God is the most powerful is you know yeah <laughs> yeah well uh, sometimes we feel like we're not doing anything when we pray you know but uh, I believe that prayer is a is a powerful and a real thing and mm. uh, and yeah no, so it's uh, it's not you know, it's, we 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 can't feel like we're doing nothing in that situation. But and uh, yeah, as a as a normal person on the street, there's not a whole lot we can do. But it's yeah, it is deeply concerning and worrying and sad. The whole situation, yeah, always. I, I would have thought, you know, after I guess two world wars, that uh, that the world, you know, wouldn't would have sort of learned. But you know, we haven't changed. There's something broken that's inside of us that uh, that we need a solution that's higher than us to fix. At the end of the day, and. And yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, so it's good to talk about these things because I believe that's part of the solution. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And what you said about prayer, uh, prayer can change mindsets. You know, you never know. And all, all those people involved, they can just sort of feel touched and you know pull out or like you know you never know what can happen. And also just praying for comfort for um, families who are affected. Um, I was watching a um, an interview with an Orthodox priest in in Ukraine who the, the, some so his community had gathered in the in his church and uh, and he'd given the mass and 
and uh, the the reporter was following there and said that the the, he, the sermon that he preached was about forgiving our enemies when they're horrible to us, you know, and mm. um, you know it's a difficult thing. And and they interviewed him after the service, and he said, "Look, this is the Christian message. Um, you know, we, we you know we have to love everybody, we have to forgive them when when they hurt us, and we can't live with bitterness and fear. But it's a very very hard time that we're living in right now." Mm. And he actually said, "I wish I wish I hadn't lived to see these days." Yeah, sad, yeah. isn't it? It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, just to remind our listeners, you can catch up uh, on the previous episodes that we've done through the Faith FM app or the Faith FM website. You can also listen to our live programs through the app or the website that you can get from the app store. And our show number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Um, feel free to text any questions, any comments, any feedback, and also to respond to our on-air questions. Um. What did we cover, or what did you cover last time, Daniel? Well, uh, well, as you know, Tabitha, we've been uh, as we've been spending time together talking about just just the mystery of encountering God's word. You know, just of relating to, of studying, of understanding, of of uh, of, of reading the Bible, and we, you know, we've we've been going through the you know the what, where, when, how, who, all of that, all of those things. And I think last time we did where, where is it that we should encounter God's word? We talked about the different places in our lives. Um, that uh, that we should uh, we should have an encounter with the Bible, including you know at home in our in 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 our rooms, uh, in out in nature, um, in our living room with uh, with family, uh, in the mm. office, in the church, you know all of those places, and the fact that God wants to wherever we go in our, in our lives, that God actually wants to meet with us and speak to us mm. uh, in the whole in the totality um, of life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and uh, what are you talking about today? <laughs> Well, um, continuing on with all of that, I think that uh, that today we might uh, talk about who it is exactly that can relate to the Bible, like who who is entitled to, who is allowed to, like who is worthy enough uh, to actually uh, connect to to God through Scripture. Yeah, that's what we'll talk about today. Yeah, mm, nice. Like, um, looking forward to hearing what you have for us today. Um, before we start, did you want us to pray? Yeah, thank you, Tabitha. That'd be wonderful. All right. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for the gift of life and good health. And uh, we thank you that we're able to do this um, radio program. I pray for Daniel that as he going, he's going to speak, that um, your Holy Spirit may move him. And uh, the message that he may share, I pray that for us who are listening, that we may be touched and um, listen to you, what you have to say or what you have for us or what you want us to learn from that and um may we be blessed by the end of it all in jesus name amen mm. amen oh, beautiful well <clears throat> i don't know about you but but in throughout my life i've often studied uh, st- struggled uh, with a deep sense of un- unworthiness you mm. know that within i always feel like i'm i'm not as good as uh the the people that are around me and uh, I don't know where that comes from exactly because my, my parents were, were very loving and, and accepting towards me as a, as a child growing up. But, you know, I, th- I have a feeling it's because I got, uh, I got picked on and bullied a little bit because of my weight when I was in primary school. And, uh, and ever since then, whenever I'm in a social situation, I, I have the sense that, um, you know, maybe I don't deserve to be here. You know, maybe maybe it is that uh, I'm not smart enough, you know, that look at all these people, they're accomplishing all of this and, and who am I to be here among them? And um, and so I often feel um, very inferior. Yeah, so I struggle with feelings of unworthiness and inferiority. Yeah, and have done uh, for a long time. And so that that does two things in my life. You know, I mean, every feeling is positive and negative, I suppose. 
uh, negatively, you know, it affects my self-esteem and so forth. It's a struggle for me to um, uh, to, to feel uh, good about myself. But on the positive side, it actually makes me into quite a driven person because mm. I'm always seeking to, I guess, try and prove my True. prove mm. my um, my right to, to be in any situation I'm in. It, you know, it means that I work very hard. It means that I'm able to uh, uh, to achieve things, I suppose. So, um, <clears throat> so part of my spiritual experience, Tabitha, has been has been recognizing what the Bible says about God's love for me mm. and applying that to how I feel about myself. You mm. know, that, that, is, that sometimes is a struggle. It doesn't come naturally. I have to do it as, a, as an intellectual and, um, and purposeful um, movement of the will. Mm. And uh, but still, you know, things can can jump up and bite you. You know, I mean, uh, I'm I'm studying a master's degree at the moment, so you know, mm. and, and we had a um, a Zoom meeting with our with our lecturers uh, yesterday, mm. and uh, one of the teachers uh, said to me, you know, addressed me and said, um, "Look, uh, Daniel, you're somebody that should go further afterwards and and uh, study a PhD. You know, so because of that, we think you should take this particular um, line of study. You know, and and I was thinking, wow, you know, here I am, you know, I'm part of this class and the, and the lecturer has identified me as someone that, that, you know, might be a candidate for a PhD eventually down the track. You know, I must be, uh, you know, I must maybe be an intelligent person perhaps. You know, I started to feel good about myself. And then, and then this morning I was scrolling Facebook and I saw this, uh, this image uh, that my friend had posted. It said, look, here's a picture of a candle. And if you stare at this candle, mm. you know, it will change um, f- to reflect your mood. Okay. And, and oh. next, to the, next to the picture, there was all of these different colors, you know, pink yeah. equals sad, you know, and, and green equals angry and, and everything. And the candle was gray. And I thought, oh, wow, that's cool. You know, maybe it's like an optical illusion. You know, sometimes there's pictures like that. So I stared really hard at this picture and I'm staring at it and staring at it and it stayed gray. The candle stayed gray. And I thought, oh, well, maybe grey's a colour. Okay. So I looked over at the little, you know, uh, information to tell Mm. you what was what. And the the grey said, uh, idiot who believes stuff they read on Facebook, you know. And (laughs) so, you know, the picture didn't really change at all, you know. It was just a a joke. And I thought, you know, I thought I was intelligent, you know, but this is just, (laughs) yeah, I fall for for this. There's so many candles, size candle stuff out on social media. Yeah, there is, you know. So mm. things can jump up and bite you and knock you off the horse again. And, and so when, uh, I guess that's just, uh, that's just a sense. And I think that, um, that sometimes that can, can take hold of us when, when we're having our relationship with God, that if we do struggle with that, uh, feelings of inferiority, feelings of unworthiness, that as we come before the God of the universe, as we recognize that God wants to speak to us through his word, that there can be a deep sense that, hey, why me? Why would any? Why would he want to relate to me? Why would he want to speak to me? Doesn't he have better things to do than to help me out with my situation and with my life? And why would anyone care? Why would Why would the God of the universe care? You know, it's a struggle, mm. right? Mm. Mm. Indeed, yeah. Um, before we listen to our first song, I have a listener question. Um, have you ever felt unworthy during any given time? It could be during a celebration, even if it was just for a few seconds. You are in a group setting, um, or like you know, maybe you felt bullied, you know, any kind of feeling of unworthiness that you've ever experienced, um, and how you overcame that feeling or how you dealt with that. Um, please share your thoughts or um, responses to zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Our first song is Who Am I by Kayla Hopkins.
watching me, and I am living proof that although my darkest hour have come, your light could still shine through. Though at times it's just enough to cast a shadow on the wall, well I am grateful that you shine a light on me at all. Who am I that you would love me so gently? Who am I that you would recognize my name, Lord? Who am I? That you would speak to me so softly, conversation with the love most high. Who am I? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. And the more I sing that sweet old song, the more I understand that I do not comprehend this love that's coming from your hand. Who am I that you would love me so gently? That you would recognize my name, Lord. Who am I? That you would speak to me so softly, conversation with a love most high. Who am I? That was Who Am I by Kayla Hopkins. And you're listening to Taz Encounters with uh, Daniel Mateo. And Daniel is talking about who should encounter the scripture. Uh, is it like the rich? Is it the poor? Is it the young? Is it the old? Who who should encounter the scripture? And I'm just listening to Daniel share his story, um, how he's felt, he's had feelings of unworthiness, like, like growing up and all that and I just felt like I could relate because um, I also got bullied in high school and um, 
I really struggled with that and I was like so big. <laughs> I was fat, I was chubby. Um yeah, like to a point where like someone who like this this some um, friend um friends or friend who like would you know would meet a few times and like when they met when we met um like after high school they couldn't recognize me because of how much weight I had lost. Um, and yeah, I, I remember like experiencing such feelings and I'm usually the kind of person who doesn't share much, like with people, I just deal with my own issues and uh, the best I can say how I, I dealt with or like, um, overcome such feelings. Like it took time, but just, uh, having that good relationship with God, just keeping close relationship with God, um, reading the Bible and, uh, you know, listening to uplifting, um, gospel music like that really helped me and uh, also like just working hard and just you know achieving something you know it gives you that feeling of pride you know you feel like oh I can actually do this you know I'm worthy and you know I work uh, my other job is um disability support and I work with um clients who've got mental health problems and I see like it's just common really like with people um the clients feeling having feelings of unworthiness and needing that reassurance or you know like just someone to actually tell them that you know they're worthy you know and um sometimes it's it's a bit challenging like because you have to be careful what i say and how i phrase my words because anything wrong anything that i say and um sort of ends up getting misinterpreted it can you know it can, can cause an explosion and um i i feel like um a few quite a few people struggle with that uh, feeling of unworthiness and i encourage um, our listeners to text in and just let us know if like you, you've ever been in that situation and how you've again all dealt with it you know you never know there could be someone listening and they're in that situation and they just need to know like um how they can go about that and we have a um, free book offer it's called bible answers we'll give you more information later on so daniel um what are we? What do you have for us today? Oh. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it's a good conversation. And well, as I said before, you know, a lot of us do struggle as we come to the God of the universe to know, you know, what, who who am I? You know, how could I possibly deserve to speak to and be spoken to by this God through His Word? You know, and uh, maybe this this Bible stuff is just for, you know, ministers of religion or priests or or pastors or whatever. Uh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's just for very very holy people, but. Um, you know, I'm a pastor, and I I don't really consider myself that holy. You know, that's you know, I've got I've got the the title and the degree, but I don't um, you know, I struggle with things just like everyone else. And so what I what I would say is, if I can read God's word, anybody can. Mm-hmm. And um and and the Bible actually says that very clearly about itself. You know, and um and so we'll start with socioeconomic status. Like, do you, do you have to be someone that's uh, that's super special or rich? Can can you read for me James chapter two verse five? Would that be all right? Sure. Uh, it's from I'm reading from New King James version. Um, listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which He promised to those who love Him? Hmm. Yeah. So beautiful little thing that James is saying that um, that uh, that God's actually chosen the poor that He wants uh, He wants those that that aren't rich in material goods to come to Him and and on the other side of the spectrum when Jesus was sitting in John chapter three um, uh, uh, one night a a rich man named Nicodemus came to Him 
and uh, and began to talk to him. And Jesus was very, very happy to reveal to him the secrets of the kingdom and invite him to be born again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually in that chapter that we find uh, John 3.16. Jesus says to says to this man, Nicodemus, God so loved the world, the whole world, including mm-hmm. you, that he gave his only begotten son. So we've got uh, we've got the rich and the poor, regardless of socioeconomic status. Well, what about age? You know, maybe these um these old sort of uh, you know sanctimonious type of people. You know, maybe they're the ones that that can really relate to scripture. But but those of us maybe that don't have quite so many notches under our belt, maybe God doesn't care so much about us. Well, uh, would you like to read for me uh, Leviticus chapter nineteen, verse thirty two? Leviticus chapter nineteen, verse yeah. Um, you shall rise before the grey-headed and honor the presence of an old man and fear your God. I am the Lord. So God does care about the elderly, absolutely. But mm. also in Matthew nineteen fourteen, can you read that one for me, please? Yes, I really love this verse. <laughs> Especially when I was young, I used to really love it. Um, it says, but Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not forbid them for of such is the kingdom of heaven. There we go. You know, so there's, there's respect for the elderly and respect for the, for, for children as well. The whole spectrum. God wants everybody to come before him and uh, God wants to speak to everyone through the, uh, through the medium of his word. Mm. Well, what about education? You know, I mean, if, if, if you've maybe got a lot of degrees under your belt, I'm, I, when I was in the army, I met a, I met a man that had a, a doctor of divinity, you know that he was a you know theologically educated. He was a, the chaplain of a um, uh, the chaplain of a, of a U.S. naval warship that I happened to be doing an exercise on. And uh, yeah, he said he was telling me about all of his degrees. You know, is the Bible just for him, or is it also for those those of us maybe that haven't achieved those educational heights? Well, um, would you like to read for me um, Matthew chapter eleven verse twenty five? Would that be okay? Yeah. Um, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Yeah, you've, yeah that, that Jesus actually prays about that subject and says that he... he you know, that God actually reveals things to people that don't have as much information sometimes. But does that mean that God doesn't care about the educated? Well, Second Timothy 3, actually tell, uh, Paul actually writes to Timothy and tells, them to, tells him to do the best that he can to study and, um, and, uh, and be assured of the things that he's learned and, uh, and studied. So, um, you know, the, God cares about the, the whole spectrum. You know, it doesn't matter about our educational status. He wants us to encounter him and he wants to speak to him. Yeah. Well, well, what about... What about race? Now, that is, um, you know, a little bit of a hot topic in our society at the moment. Mm. You know, um, there is obviously throughout the world been a a strong history of racial tension uh, between different groups of people. And uh, particularly even as we make our way through Bible history, there's there's two two main divisions of race in the Scripture, Um, Jew and Gentile. You know, that the, the majority of the Bible authors were, were those of the Jewish religion, including um, the New Testament. You know, the majority of those uh, authors had a Jewish background. And they have a reference for anybody that isn't a Jew, they refer to as a Gentile. And um, in our country, we've, you know, we're, we've got lots of lots of different um, uh, racial groups. Is, does God only care about one of those, one or two or maybe a few of those races? Has it got to do with color? Um, what might we say about that? Um, mm. Mm. Well, can you read Revelation fourteen six and 7, please? Yeah, and this is the pro- proclamations of the three angels' message. Um, then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, 
to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea, and springs of water. Okay, so um, the gospel is only for one group of people, right? Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. In fact, you know, just to be super clear, the, the you know the um, the the Bible kind of repeats itself using different words a few a few times there, or, or the author John does. Um, when he uh, recites the words of the angel, not just every nation, but every tribe, not just every tribe, but every tongue, not just every tongue, but every people. And so you, every possible division that we can come up with as human beings as it pertains to race and ethnicity, you know, God wants us to understand that there is no division. In fact, um, Peter, when he was preaching, said that God has made of one blood every nation of men to dwell upon the face of the earth, that we are all at the end of the day brothers and sisters, and God is calling each one of us to himself. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, do you have to have a particular religious background to encounter God through the Bible? You know, does, um, does God only favor Christians? Does God only favor Jews? Do you have to um, be of a particular, uh, let's say, um, a cultural background? You know, does God care only about one religion? Does God maybe, dis- if you happen to have been brought up in a, in a culture that, um, where the Bible wasn't important, or if you're brought up in a home where, where there was no religion whatsoever, that nobody you know cared about or believed in God, does that mean that, that God doesn't want to speak to you through his word? Does that mean that, that God doesn't want to be encountered by you? Would you like to read for me uh, Romans chapter 3, verse 29, please, Tabitha? Sure. Well, is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Hmm. So understand that for, for Jewish people, you know, there is two divisions of, of human beings, um, Jew and Gentile. That's how they see it. And so Paul is, is sort of rebuking that. And he says, isn't God the God of everyone? Yeah. Doesn't God want to speak to every single one of us, regardless of our ethnicity, regardless of our religious background? And so we can come to him and we don't have to feel that, uh, that, there, is, uh, that there is any blockages in place, um, regardless of uh, how we've been raised or, or brought up here. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that for sure. Um, just to remind our listeners to share um, with us if you ever experience feelings of unworthiness. Um, it could be maybe it was few minutes, few seconds. Maybe you got you went into group gathering and you didn't know anyone there, and you were like, "Oh, am I in the right place?" And then someone came to talk to you, and that anything just um, you know share with us if you've experienced as, such a situation and um, how you dealt with the, with that um, text is on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. our next song is Across the Streets by Rob Smith and Nick Chiswell From the heart of the Father the desire that all of the nations be saved From the lips of Messiah We have the promise Behold, I am with you always Across the streets we will go We will go, we will go To the people who have called this place their home Across the oceans we will fly, leaving worldly gain behind To hear the Saviour's praise away across the globe We will go We will go We are clothed with the 
has risen and reigns And no fearful and trembling We go remembering the gospel is mighty to save Across the streets and we will go, we will go, we will go To the people who have called this place their home Across the oceans we will fly, leaving worldly gain behind To hear the Savior's praise awake across the globe We will go Come, lift up your eyes The harvest fields are shining, shining The time has come, let us arise For heaven's judge is soon returning The time has come, lift up your eyes The harvest fields are shining, shining the time has come, let us arise For heaven's judge is soon returning We won't go People who have called this place their home Across the oceans we will fly Leaving worldly gain behind To hear the Savior's praise awake across the globe This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio that was Across the Streets I'm Rob Smith and Nikki Tissel I'm saying it's across the streets Not just one street, all the streets So... You know what Daniel just to echo on what Daniel has been sharing, like who on who shouldn't count the scripture so it, clearly, you know, it's everyone all over the world, everyone, you know, deserves to that chance. And uh, we have Daniel in the studio with us and Daniel is sharing on yeah, who shouldn't counter the scripture. And uh, before we went for a break, I asked a listener question. I asked our listeners to share if they've ever been in a situation where they felt unworthy or if they've ever experienced feelings of unworthiness um maybe they were going through a um, hard situation um you know it could be anything please share with us how what it was and how you overcame it or how you dealt with it um on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one so in the previous section daniel you've shared a few you know verses that talk about people different aspects or different um, demographics of people who are mentioned in the bible um the old the the young the um rich the poor the educated the uneducated and um you know from that we just you mentioned that um all those people are should encounter the scripture um do you have any other few any other demographics that you like to share absolutely to uh, tabitha and Look, I would say that the biggest, um, one of the biggest perceptions of of biblical faith out there in the world is that is that people that are Christians and and I guess the the scripture condemns sinners. 
you know, that people that don't live according to their, uh, to, to our, I should say, our rules or, or regulations, that we consider them to be sin- sinners as some sort of um, some sort of prior group, and that we don't have any respect or concern uh, for people that that fall into that category. Which, if you have any familiarity with the with the content of the scripture at all. Um, you know that that is it's a deeply unbiblical attitude. You know that uh, you know we we are instructed by by God and and as followers of Jesus, we're instructed by Jesus to to love everyone regardless of of what they believe, regardless of what they do, and um, and so this category of sinners, you know, is the Bible for sinners? You know, can can sinners come to God in the Bible? I'd like you to please to read Luke chapter five verse thirty two. Is it okay? Sure. Um, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And you have to understand that um, that that as far as the Bible's concerned, you know, really none of us are righteous. You know, you know can you read Romans chapter three, verse twenty-three to twenty-four? Yeah, and all these verses I'm reading today are from the New King James Version. And for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. That's right. So, as far as um, as far as the Bible's concerned, everyone is a sinner. Like we are, we are all, all every single human being um, has made mistakes, has fallen short of God's standard. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to, you know, have self hatred and shame and guilt. Why? Because of the verse you just read, we've been justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came through Christ Jesus. It's by believing in Jesus that uh, that we can be forgiven and um, and so when Jesus said you know I've come to call sinners you know I've, those are the people that I want to speak to I don't I don't want to reject people that are sinners or cast them out or or, or not have them um, speak to me or not speak to them he said that is the that is the demographic the primary demographic that's the reason why I came into the world mm. you know it's for this reason so so I I wish we could I wish we could change the definition of uh, of sinner for, for uh, in our society away from you know like this concept of like a pariah or an outcast but rather someone to whom God is calling you know mm. someone to whom God is calling so that's that's the next group mm. um, and along with that is is the rejected um, people that uh, that feel rejected or that feel that they have been cast out um, by the, either by their families or by society uh, people that feel that um, that they are not um, that not accepted in their social group or, or among their peers can you read for me please John chapter 6 verse 37 sure um, all that the Father gives me will come to me and the ones who come to me I will by no means cast out mm, mm. I love I love the way the NIV puts it as well it says the one who comes to me I will never drive away you know and uh, that's um uh, that's the words of Jesus there. Mm. That all the Father gives me will come to me, and all who comes to me, I will, I will never, never drive, drive away, away. Yeah. or I will in no wise cast out. You know, like this this idea that that Jesus will never reject anybody that comes to Him, mm. and that doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. That doesn't matter what's happening in our hearts and minds. It doesn't matter what we're struggling with. It doesn't matter what we've done. And, um, you know, there's, there's cases of all the way through the scripture of some people doing some pretty horrible things, you mm. know, and, um, and by faith they come to God and God not only offers them forgiveness, because if it was just about, you know, pretending like what they did didn't happen, that would be one thing. But it's not just forgiveness, um, that God also promises to come into their lives by the Holy Spirit and to change their hearts from the inside out which then changes their actions. They become a new person. In fact, Paul says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. So if we feel rejected, if we feel that we've been cast out or, or that there's, uh, you know, that we've uh, in some way been 
um, let's say, uh, what's the word, excommunicated from, uh, from our, among our loved ones for whatever reason, whether it's our fault or not, that Jesus wants to be encountered by us. Mm. You know, he does. Yeah. So the next group of people um, that we have, I suppose, is, uh, is those that, uh, that are broken. Would you like to read Psalm 147 verse 3, please? Sure. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Mm. So it's talking about God, obviously, and that, that God, the God of the universe actually seeks to step down into the lives of the broken. I've um, had a little bit to do, I suppose, over my life with uh, different times with people that have been the victims of abuse. And uh, particularly uh, when that abuse takes place, when, when, when a person is a child, you know, that that can cause some very deep brokenness, um, some very deep, what shall we say, um, boundary problems where it's hard to protect oneself because we're not sure of, um, of what's normal and, and, and how other people are supposed to interact with us in a normative way. Um, and uh, and it almost seems as if the the doors have been opened that we're inviting other people, uh, well we're not inviting, but because we um, we are unable to protect ourselves sometimes that um, that um, that other people take that as an invitation uh, to to come and abuse us further, and, and we often see people that struggle with this, you know, go through the same thing again and again and again with different different predators and horrible people that that will step into their lives and do these things, and it just causes a deep brokenness, just a deep pain. And, uh, and, and when we have that sense, when people that we've trusted and respected and um, looked up to have taken advantage of us in such a way, we often feel that we don't deserve any better, mm. you know, that, uh, that that is just who we are, that brokenness is what we deserve. And, uh, and we begin sometimes to participate and to act in line uh, with those errant beliefs. But what, what does it say in Psalm 147.3? That God came to heal the brokenhearted. Mm, you know? That song, yeah. That This verse reminds me of the song, He's Able. He healed the brokenhearted and um, set, set the, the captives, captives free. free. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> he made the lame yeah. to walk again and... Cause the blind to see. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, quite a singer there, Tabitha. Well, that's wonderful. This is this is, to me. <laughs> this is what God does. You know, this is what He longs to do. And mm. and 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 the problem is that the lies that come into our hearts and lives is that well, because I'm broken, you know, no one would want me. Because no one would want me, then that means God doesn't want me. But God longs to step in and to heal that brokenness. If if we're broken, God wants us. That we are wanted by our heavenly Father. That that we are. That we are loved that we're accepted just as we are, you know. And um, and along with that is our, is our last category for this section, and that is uh, what we find in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and 8. Mm. Keep asking, seeking, and knocking. That's the title. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Mm. And so the Bible is for people who are seeking. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's so many, many of us today that, uh, that struggle with, with a sense of who am I, what's my purpose, you know, what's the meaning of my life. And uh, it's, it's been said that it's very difficult for human beings to live in security and comfort in the world unless they have answers to, to three or four big existential questions. Where have I come from? What's the purpose of my life? And where am I going? You mm. know, and... Um, and uh, why am I here? You know, why am I here? What's the purpose of my life? And and if we don't, if we can't answer those three questions, you know, it's like there's a hole in our heart that we we, we it's difficult to find our our foundations in life and to know uh, which way to go. 
And so if we're willing to have an open heart and seek and try and find answers to those questions, the Bible is for us. Mm-hmm. That Jesus said he wants to give us those answers, that if we ask, it'll be given. If we seek, we'll find. If we knock, the door will be opened. That Jesus is there hoping, waiting, wanting us uh, to invite him into, into communication. Mm-hmm. And just to quickly reinforce that point you mentioned about God, um, wanting us to seek him and uh, you know we know that God loves us and that's why he gives us that freedom to choose like that's why he doesn't force us that you know when many people ask oh if God knew we were going to sin why did he create us you know it's because like he he gives us that um, freedom of choice you know he wants us to make that decision we have to choose to actually um, follow him we have to seek him and, you know, have to show that um, intention and then God will take the next step. Well, he wants to be loved and you can't force somebody to love you. You know, no. you got to offer the choice. Yeah. Mm. I always say love, this freedom in love. Yeah. Even with my friends, I'm like, you're my friend, but, you know, do whatever you want to do. Like, don't think, don't let, you know, our friendship hold you back in any way. Um, our free book offered today is called Bible Answers, and um, this book contains 923 of life's toughest questions with simple, direct answers straight from the scripture. And some of those questions reflect on violence, um, what's rape, tornadoes, floods, abuse, fires, random shootings, you know, like what's happening in Ukraine. Um, and, you know, it makes people wonder, is there hope? Do, you, do we have a future? Can we su- survive without God answering life's greatest challenges? Um, if you have any of those questions, uh, this book is for you. We'll give you the code to claim that book um, after the break. For now, let's listen to this song, The Seeker by The Lower Light. I am seeker, you are keeper, you are leader, won't you show me the way? Seeker 
That was The Seeker by the Lower Lights. Um, and you're listening to Tazi Encounters on Faith FM with Daniel Mateo. And uh, Daniel has been sharing on the topic of who should encounter the scripture. And uh, from this song that we've just listened to, we should ask ourselves, are we a see- the seeker? Are we seeking? Or, you know, where do we fall? And are we just waiting or just letting things slide or flow? Um, before the uh, before we the break, I promise to give you the code to claim um the free book offer for today, which is called Bible Answers. And um the code f- to claim this book is um draw five d r a w number five. Don't put any space in between. Text draw five to zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one, and I will be able to send that book to you. Um, so Daniel. So far, you've shared a lot on who should encounter the scriptures, and you've mentioned different um, categories of people, including the young, rich, old, um, poor, sinners, rejected, broken, etc. Um, do you have any more to share on this before finishing off? Huh. Well, I don't know about you, but as I look around the world, I feel tired. Now, I don't mean a t- physical tiredness within myself. Um, you know, obviously that varies from day to day. It varies from how much work I've been doing, how much sleep I've gotten and everything. But but I have within myself a spiritual tiredness. I just, when I, when I know the history of our planet, I know all of the war and all of the pain, all of the persecution that's taken place over the course of human history. And when I look at the world today and where things don't seem to be getting better somehow, they seem to be getting worse. I have in myself a spiritual weariness, a, a question that arises, when will it all end? There is... And it was C.S. Lewis that uh, that I think articulated this best. I think, is there something within us that longs for a better world? If there is something within the human heart that longs for a better world, that's tired of, of, of everything that we see going on around us, then it must be that that world is out there, you know. It must be uh, that there, there must be a reality that we're all longing for. Mm. And um, And if we feel weary... Jesus has something to say to us. So the, the last category is those that are weary. Can you read to me, please, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28? Come to me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come to me, Jesus said, if you're weary, if you labor, if you're heavy laden, and I will give you... What's that last word, Tabitha? 
rest. Rest. That's rest. what we all want. Oh, we want to rest. <laughs> That's right. We we long for that rest in God's presence. You know, we long for uh, for God to, uh, to 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 relieve the suffering in this world and to to know that He's in control and to to rest in His hands. And uh, but the great the great news is that uh, we don't even have to wait for heaven to know that divine rest. There's a great hymn that says it's so sweet to trust in Jesus, you know, uh, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know that he's that, that thus saith the Lord, you know, that just to trust. OK, God, I don't I don't understand everything that's happening right now and I, I can't see a beginning or an end to it. But I believe that you're God and I believe that you're still in control. And so I'm going to rest in faith and knowing that one day you'll make all things right at last. And uh, we talked about that a little bit last time about uh, God's eventual plan for bringing uh, all pain and sorrow and suffering to an end. But that that is that that's it. You know, if we're weary, we can come to Him, and and that's our final category, I suppose. So, so we've um we've talked about the different people that uh, that God longs to speak to through His Word, um, whether you're poor or rich, whether you're young or old, whether you're educated or uneducated, you know, any race that you're from or, or ethnicity, any religion or creed. If you're a sinner, if you feel rejected, if you're broken, if you're a seeker, and if you're weary, God wants to speak to you from the Word. And I, I challenge our listeners to uh, to try to encounter Him um, in those moments. Um, I'll just uh, tell you a brief story, I suppose, and um, and uh, and uh, and and uh, yeah. See, I guess because it sort of illustrates what we've been talking about a little bit. Um, I remember when I began to encounter God's word, and I began my spiritual journey as a as an adult. I was um I was in the army, and uh, there was a lot of challenges and things as I did that. But um, there was, a, there was I started going to a little local church, and there was a couple there that were really really nice to me. They really chose to uh, to take me under their wing, and um, they uh, they were so beautiful and so kind, and I felt like when I was around them there was like a spiritual light, and I had this one. Well, this, there was a couple of weeks that were specific, that were really quite challenging at work, and there was a lot of what's the word discouragement and pain and, and suffering and in, in within myself. And I was driving home one night, and it was late at night, and I was in my uh, my military uh, sort of uniform. And I drove home, and I said, "You know what, God? I'm. I think I'm just a bit. I can't see you working anywhere in any of what I'm going through right now. And uh, I think I'm just about done with you. But you know what? Those that couple, they were nice to me." So I'm going to go. Now, this was about maybe 10.30 at night. Um, no, I mean, maybe not that late, maybe 9.30. And I was driving home and I said, Lord, I'm going to go and visit these guys. I'm going to go knock on their door. And if they're home and they invite me in, that means you love me. But if they're not home or if they don't want to talk to me, then that means you don't exist and I'm turning away from this thing forever. So I rolled up to these people's house. Now, this was late at night. And they live right. They actually live right next to the church that I was going to, like right mm-hmm. next door. And so I went up and I went up the stairs and I knocked on the door. Lights were out. No answer. I said, "That's it, God. I'm I'm out." But as I was on my way out, I looked and right next to to their house, as I said, it was the church. And in that in the church hall, there were some lights on. So I thought, well, I might as well give it a go. You know, I really need these 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 people's comfort and advice in my life at the moment. I could really use their um, use their um, their help, and so I uh, I thought I'll go and see what these lights are. So I went next door into the church hall, and uh, and the lights were on, and uh, I went in there, and uh, and they were there, and they were organising the whole church into small groups, and so I ended up in a small Bible study group meeting. 
Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, instead of two Christian friends, I had 12. And they cared about me. And I began to encounter God's word every week and f- found some deep spiritual relationships. And guess what? I actually mm-hmm. met a young lady um, there that uh, later on became my wife. Wow. So, so mm. your life changed that night. <laughs> So I, I would really, really encourage you, if you're weary with life, come to come to God through his word. Yeah, It's interesting. You know, it's amazing. When you ask God for something, he gives you more. Like, it's like, you know, this is what you deserve. And you're like, wow, wow, God, I didn't expect this, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that's uh, that's what I've got to, you know, what I wanted to share with you guys today. And I hope that um, I hope that you can understand that no matter where you are in life and who you are, that God longs to speak to you from his word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, indeed. Um, thank you, Daniel, for that powerful sharing. And I I hope our listeners have been blessed uh, with your message today. Um, so, so far, you've covered the you've tackled the how, when, where, why, who questions and that's pretty much all the five w's and i hate <laughs> have we done what yet we oh yeah right <laughs> so is that what's coming next it is yeah so next next week we'll talk about what if you if you want to come to the bible if you want to begin to study it I'm like what is it exactly that you're going to start reading because it's a big book you know there's a lot of stuff in there mm-hmm. so uh, so next week we'll um we'll talk about what we should read uh, when we're beginning to engage with god's word yeah and that is a very important question in every um, sort of given story because that is like sets the, gives you the idea, the whole idea of the whole story. And I don't know why you left it for last, but there has to be a reason why. We'll find out next week. Um, so join us next week um, to hear what Daniel has to share. And um, tomorrow we have De- David Maxwell and Jason and um David will be talking about kindness. Yes, the world needs a lot of kindness. So join um, David and Jason tomorrow um, to hear what David has for us. Um, and just remind our listeners, the code to claim today's free book offer, which is um, Bible Answers, is DRAW5. Text DRAW5 to 048-880-880891, and I will be able to send this book to you. Um, Thank you for joining us today, and wherever you are, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. We are going out with this song, All Creatures of Our God and King by Anthem Lights. All creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing, Alleluia, Alleluia. Thou burning sun with golden beam Thou silver moon with softer gleam Oh, praise Him, oh, praise Him Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Thou rushing wind that art so strong Ye clouds that sail in heaven along Oh, praise Him, hallelujah Thou rising morning, praise rejoice Ye lights of evening, find a voice Oh, praise Him, oh, praise Him
just take your part, take your part. I'm singing hallelujah Yeah, who long pain and sorrow bear Praise God and on Him cast your care Oh, praise Him, oh, praise Him This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.